Armored Bear Productions. Welcome, everybody. You're listening to Out of Character, the Not Safe for Wizards Q&A talk show. Welcome, everyone, to Out of Character, the bi-weekly, not bi-weekly show, where we talk about all things not safe for wizards. Joining me tonight is uh, the illustrious uh, Lily Bricksmasher. Hello. And our almighty DM, Joseph. I'll be doing this interview as Dergoto. Oh, geez. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> That'd be terrible. <laughs> I mean, I can do it, but... <laughs> Are you saying you like Trigoda better than me? No, no, that's not what I'm saying at all. That's like, that Maybe. would make sense. I mean... <laughs> uh, so tonight... Oh, wow. We, <laughs> we, don't, shh, we don't say... Yeah, we don't tell him that. Uh... So tonight we are talking about uh, episode 5,487, uh, Recognition, Reconnection. Re- <laughs> wow, we're, we're, starting, we're starting off solid. Uh, maybe I will do the rest of the interview as Dracoto. So, throws notes out the window. Um, <laughs> so, so this is the episode I like to call the Info Dump episode. Yeah. Um where where there was a rather lengthy conversation um uh, uh about all things uh to do with with limbo and interesting things in Karshoon and the connection between Karshoon and Orcus and all of that crazy stuff. Um and where Greg remembered he has an amulet of thought. Yes. <laughs> well, we haven't really had a chance to use it. It's uh, it's it's been we we've been a bit off the rails as of late. I would say. Um, I I love how early on that thing was getting used all the time. Like I think there were times when you had it down to no charges. Oh yeah, several times I had it down to no charges. <laughs> and, well, because we were trying to find the doppelgangers. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Um, but it was an advantageous time for you to remember that you had it. So we're grateful for that. Um, yeah, this was, I, 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 as I was listening to this, it was like, there was so much information kind of packed into this conversation between Vel and uh, what's-his-face. Um, Ulamex or uh, the Cambian? The Cambian. Uh, uh, between Vel and Grimoire. D. Uh-huh, yeah, him. Um, were you intending for him to be the info dump guy? Um, you kind of got a bit of info dump from both. Ulamex, uh servant guy and Gravar. Um, and he, yes, but no. Like, I needed to, I, I needed to make sure that I 
informed the characters about Sigil mm -hmm. um, because that was the way you were going. And I wanted to make sure that, you know, you weren't just going to show up there. And I mean, part of it was, you know, you guys had, you know, had gotten a lot of information previously from Dragodo. Um, and I, I just didn't want to make, I didn't want to put that all on, on Dragodo. Not that he can't do the heavy lifting, but mm -hmm. yeah. You know. The past few episodes, we've been getting uh, a ton of information about the world around us. Um, and I'm sure somebody took notes. Uh, <laughs> uh probably Mark. <laughs> probably Mark. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's also why we have the game notes channel. Uh, calm down, nerd. <laughs> Let me just go start erasing, deleting out all the things where I posted in, like all the wards and who oh, you're supposed geez. to meet where. Look, man, we just want to go to the lady ward. The lady ward. Did you name that, or is that like a? Th is no, that, that, a thing? That, that is official second edition Planescape D and D. Take it up with Jeff Grubb. Second edition, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was funny. I was previewed to a conversation Friday night about um, the planes and planescape and second edition as I was eavesdropping at the table that was next to us that was discussing all this with a older player. Um, this guy they call Trouble. <laughs> you don't get that name for being a, being an easygoing person. I'm gonna have to ask Gary Thursday how he got that name, because that's um. I always see, whenever Gary's there, he's there with him. Heard of trouble? I think I've heard Gary talk about trouble. Yeah, no, that's his friend. That's um. I've run into Gary. I've ran into him at the store. We ran into him at Denny's. Oh goodness gracious! <laughs> we may have to be introduced to this person. Yeah. So so anyway, um, yeah, we got. Uh, a ton of interesting information um, and some hints as to uh, possible connections between uh, Orcus and, and Karthun. Um So there's, it, it feels like, correct me if I'm wrong, it feels like we, I mean, like, I think we've talked about this a little bit, but it feels like we started out with this kind of uh, simper smaller picture and it's turning out to be something much bigger. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's always been bigger. You guys just were introduced to the smaller section. And there have been a couple of times where I was waiting for you, you all to start making the connections and, 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 it, and it wasn't happening. You forgot who we are. Yeah. I was about to say, we're not a connections kind of group. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We do not have a Marisha. That uh, takes all the notes and makes all the connections. Um, so, so what what do you do uh, as a DM besides info dump for two episodes? Um, what do you do as a DM when your party is not picking up what you're putting down? Well, thankfully for a large chunk of this, we've been playing remotely, so there is a lot of face palming over at my desk behind my computer. Um, I have to get a sound effect for that. <laughs> um, no, because I don't need you guys to know when I'm face palming. Um, I I just kind of keep making encounters and things that 
should start directing you clue-wise to realizing that there's something more going on. And um, eventually, I, I figure if I throw the clue bat at you enough, I'm going to hit one of you. So, so just how how much longer? I just I need to know how much longer is it going to be before we break you? We are getting very close to the Jay and Silent Bob strikes back scene where he's doing the sign on the back of the car. I'm getting I, I was I, I'm getting close to the the Silent Bob moment there. Okay, good, good to know, good to know. A little bit more pushing, and we'll get there. <laughs> Kevin Smith is going to sue somebody. (laughs) (laughs) It says Critters of Hollywood on the back of the car. (laughs) The sign. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. That I, there, there have been times where it's like, uh, so Lilith had, had a dream and was told that the Prince of the undead was coming. And then you guys started encountering undead. And then more undead, and the Necropolis. Celeste, isn't it? Celeste is the princess, right? <laughs> no, no, <clears throat> no. Wrong side of the wrong side of the tree. Shit. <laughs> really, I mean, Jade. you know, really, it's been Jade the whole time. It's totally Jade. <laughs> oh, totally <good> Jade. <laughs> So so how let's let's check in a minute. How is Lilith doing with all of this? Is Lilith still on board? Is Lilith still oh, yeah. enthusiastic? I get to go kill things, so Lilith is really on board. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. We, more we had killing a, would be fun. More killing would be fun. I, um, I have to find something you know. I, I have what is it? Um Death Cloud Cloud and kill. Um, yeah, cloud kill and insect swarm. Okay, okay. So, so you you have which you haven't gotten things? which you haven't gotten to use yet. What was? Yeah, I, I, I was going to use cloud kill on the Nautiloid, but you know everybody jumped out of the when me and Gary were going to go down the hallway, and then I was going to go and kill everything, and then everybody decided to get off the um, Nautiloid ah. and then go back into the Nautiloid. Okay. So I was like, I'm just gonna pass. I'm just gonna cast cloud kill, send it rolling on down the um, hallway, killing everything that we encounter. That that works. Um. So so it feels to me like we are we are headed in the direction of the big bad. Hopefully. <laughs> I think if we don't get there, there's going to be a revolt. And it's either going to be Joe having his Kevin Smith moment or all of us just I guess losing our collective minds. Well, okay, so you guys are heading to Sigil to try to find a portal to get back to the demiplane that you're from. Mm-hmm. Okay. That is that is where we are at the moment. We have been given uh, the instructions on where to go and what to do to get to the city of Doros. Um, kind of, sorta. I mean, and then hopefully that'll get us to um, Earth four twenty sixty nine. 
Nice. I just picked numbers I didn't think would be anything. You know, I don't want us to get sued. Yeah, those that numbers I'll... have absolutely no meaning. None whatsoever. Oh, I mean, not to nice. Marvel. <laughs> they have meaning to us. But, you know. I, I not to really... anybody that's got lawyers. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. I don't believe there is a... I don't believe there's a, a, a corresponding comic book realities. So, I hope not. We have enough of those. We don't need any more. Um, so yeah, we're we're getting ready to be on our way uh, to to Sigil, um, and and the adventure therein, and hopefully going home. How I meant to ask this in the last game, and I don't remember if if somebody else did. Um, how long have we been in the astral plane? Um, so I was thinking about this the other day. Um, the I think you guys have been on the astral plane somewhere around like a month, month and a half, maybe. Because it took you several, like once you got in and, you know, dealt with the mimic island, um, then it took you several days from mimic island to get to Avaroth. Took you several days to get from Avaroth to the Necropolis. Several days back from the Necropolis to Avaroth. I think you're in Avaroth for about a day then. Uh, and then finding the Nautiloid took several days. So yeah, you're you're probably approaching like a month in in the plains. But of course, you guys have not aged well in the yeah, that's that's kind of where I was going. Is we've been there a month, so we have we have not aged. We have gained a month of our lives, um, and now we are we are headed home after our derailment. Um, yeah, I mean, you have to find a way to get off out of the astral sea, and 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 find your way to Sigil. So you you still have a bit ahead of you before you can start looking for someone who could tell you how to get to your back to your demi plane. So mm-hmm. 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 and then once home, uh hopefully after the forgers to kill everybody. Exactly. <laughs> Have what we need to go kick some ass. Um and and it, not give a fuck about the names. That's true. And does so does time pass in our demi plane? Yes. Oh, okay. So we've been gone a month there. Mm-hmm. Oh, so we're gonna have to um, go go back to um, the, the castle and pick up our pay. <laughs> I'm just saying. And I was, I was, as I was like preparing for this, I was trying to remember life before the astral sea. There's a whole lot of helm of teleportation. And, and yeah, and and screwing around with royalty, um, some figuratively and potentially literally. I mean, you know, whatever works. It's it's fine. We're all we're all fine here. Uh, <laughs> How are you? How are you? Take your geek point. Um, there was there was a slight moment where uh, when Celeste was being invited to uh go no. meet grandpa <laughs> um 
Come see, <laughs> come see picturesque hell. Yeah, there we go. Uh, there was a slight moment where I was in the back of my head. I'm going, what would Joe do if we all just went, Get, let's go with Celeste and meet Grandpa? Well, Joe would turn around, find Baldur's Gate uh, <laughs> Descent to Avernus, or Avernus, <laughs> however you want to pronounce it. Flip through it and uh, and 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 look for look for maps uh, to put in roll twenty that look like hellscapes, and uh, we would move forward from there. Not saying that you would be running, not that saying we'd be running that adventure, but there's a whole lot of good good stuff in there that I can I could throw at you. So right, good to know. <laughs> Listen, I with this collection of books behind me and box sets. That's and a good point. There, there's, there's no, there's no calling of bluffs. <laughs> oh no! Um, I would just like to thank Wizards of the Coast for waiting till we are basically done with being in the astral plane before putting out Spelljammer as an official fifth edition setting. Oh, I boy. just really, I'm so glad that you let me craft all this crap on my own. <laughs> Thanks, Wizards of the Coast. <laughs> Well, that's how it always works. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You always get what you need after you don't need it anymore. Mm-hmm. Your world is better anyways. Why, thank you. It would have just made things a lot easier. Oh, I know. Also, you guys could have met a giant space hamster. <gasps> I want to meet a giant space hamster. No. We don't no? have a giant space hamster. What about a miniature giant space hamster? Isn't that just a hamster? No, because it's because a space hamster is not just a hamster. <laughs> I'm just saying, if we met a giant space hamster, Jade's going to want to keep it. Uh huh. It would and be really. Wouldn't that just be a capybara? Oh no, no! Giant space hamsters are giant, like like I think they're like almost like oppa sized. Okay, so a miniature space giant space hamster is what, like horse size? No, a miniature giant space hamster is like hamster size. Right, which means I get to keep it, right? If you found a miniature giant space hamster, yes. That is my that is my new goal in life. <laughs> What's that, Greg? So could we make it grow? Could could it have like a trigger word and then become a giant space hamster? Don't think it works that way. Uh, I can't like. To- I'd have to consult the canon of Minsk and Boo uh, about that. Uh, for, for, for those who are unfamiliar, uh, Minsk and Boo is, are, are two characters from the D&D Dark Horse comics. Minsk being an adventurer, Boo being his miniature giant space hamster. That's actually just a hamster. You take that back. Mm-hmm. Okay, Don't I'll you take tell Boo back. that? Yeah. I, I don't know. Boo will kick your ass. I'm confused right now. That's okay. We're we're it's all confused. <laughs> this is this that is that is the tone of this entire game. It's just we are all thoroughly confused. I mean, I'm I'm not. I'm just like I'm always marveled at like marveling at like the decision making and the left turns you all you all seem to make. Like honestly. And I was doing the invitation to go to hell with Celeste. I was about 75% sure that D was going to 
turn to the groom and go, hey, why don't we go to hell? I was actually waiting for that. Kind of, kind of waiting for that. <laughs> if, it, if it wasn't for the fact that if we get derailed one more time, I think Jade and Chase are just gonna fucking go on a killing spree. Uh, <laughs> I, I mean, listen, what better place to do that, though, than hell? <laughs> um, Lilith is totally down for a killing spree. Okay, okay, good. Duly noted. <laughs> Look, I, I'm the type of person I like to pause, like, you know, sandbox games, uh, quick save, and kill everything. And then go back to my saved game and be like, oh, look, everyone's back alive. <laughs> and do it again? Yeah, pretty much at least once a week. Except for you just don't kill that one chicken in Skyrim. No, you'll, yeah, and, and don't accidentally steal a cup. <laughs> and then my Skyrim game was glitching, so they weren't removing the dead bodies. Oh, Jesus. So Whiterun was quite fucking littered with the corpses of all the guards. That's, that's... Kind of on brand for Lilith, in- though. In- yeah. <laughs> kind of interesting and terrifying. Look, I just, I don't know. Actually, it was done by, um, you know, Necro Archer Lilith. <laughs> Necro Archer Lilith. I don't know. Every time I play Skyrim, I always fall back to um, Stealth Archer. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to be a magic user, Stealth Archer. I which will is, take your word for it. Which is kind of amusing seeing how Lilith is terrible at stealth now. Not in Skyrim, I'm not. No, no, just you. You went from 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 previous campaign Lilith, who like had a stealth of plus stupid. Yeah, to, true. To to death cleric Lilith, who rolls stealth with disadvantage. Yeah, but I still have a good plus to my stealth, though. It's still plus three. I just you know, and then you know, last uh, the nah, no spoilers. Yeah, I know. I just realized that I caught so- myself. You did a good job. You did a good just, job. You call me Tom. <laughs> so so Tom. we're going to find our way home. We're going to go kick some some illithid ass. Um, ultra illithid. Because it's special. And then what's Lilith going to do? Well, when we're done? Yeah. I don't know. Whatever the party does. I don't like okay. to make new friends. <laughs> It, well, we haven't had Night of a Thousand Plot Hooks yet, um, but but we do have several different uh, directions we can go in uh, once this is all said and done, hopefully soon, um, if we don't derail the DM again. Uh, we've got the going to hell. Um, yeah, I really which, don't want to do that. You don't want to go to hell? No, not really. I'm a cleric. I don't think yeah. I'd be welcome in hell. That's probably a bad idea. <laughs> but, yeah, but it's not like you're a good cleric, are you? I mean, I'm a neutral cleric. Yeah. Just because she's a death cleric doesn't mean she's a bad cleric. Did not say that. <laughs> I just hope people transition to death. Yeah, you know, it's like being a doula. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm, um, you're a death doula. Death doula. <laughs> there you go. Lilith, the death doula. 
sometimes hands on. <laughs> Most of or, the time, spells on, but <laughs> once in a while, hammer on. I can, I could just, I could see the scene. Do she's Lilith just walking up and, hi, my name is Lilith, and I will be your death doula for this evening, and then just right. pummeling. <laughs> um. So I was just looking in the game notes uh, channel. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and on February 24th, 2021, uh, there is a, a series of notes. Well, yeah, there's a series of notes. And then Mark, Mark makes a, 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 a connection, makes a, 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 a altogether statement. Oh, did we all miss this? Probably. So, uh, so, so it was barriers weakening. Jin and Miramadon's mind flares, Lilith dreams, all connected. We be fucked. Sounds about right. Yeah, yeah, that's about where we where we're at. You know, where we are, we are on the cusp of proper fucked. Ah, sucks when you're proper fucked. You know, I mean, if you're gonna get fucked, you should get proper fucked. So, <clears throat> just I, 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 I'm just was looking back so. You all want to get back to the get back to your demiplane, go to Ferenthal Keep, which is where what you were on the road to when Chase and Kaylin got kidnapped. Yeah, I don't remember why we were on the road to Ferenthal Keep because you were told that the warlord was in residence there. Okay. So back to on the trail of the... Okay, but that was a month ago. Yes. So we have no idea if he's still there. Sure. Oh, he lives there. Does he live there? You don't know. We don't know that. Oh, well, I'm just going to walk up and knock on the door and punch whoever opens it. We're just a band of squatters. That's how you get people to come outside. (laughs) Oh, cool. So, so, almighty Diem. Uh huh. <laughs> Hi. Hello. Uh, so, so, talk to me about about uh the whole the whole goings on of right now. Um, what am I trying to say? Like, as far as pace and and the fucking around that is this group, um. What would you what would you like besides us like taking a hint um and figuring out what the hell you're trying to tell us without you screaming at us uh what what what's your can you can you give us any insight into uh what your goals are for for us for the group for the game um I mean to be honest are you guys having a good time a great time do you do, do you enjoy playing the game yeah, I'm, I'm the host. I'm not going to answer that. I'm going to let Greg answer that. Well, but, you are a player, but you're a player in the campaign, so. Yes, but not right now. Right now, I'm a host. Hmm. Well, as Hashtag you guys are, the question. Yeah, no, because you don't like it. I know. No, no, no. It's not that I don't like the game. Um. So, yeah, my 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 goal is you guys are having a good time. Um. It's been. So my approach has been 
you know, I put some things out in front of you and it was funny as I found notes from way early on, like maybe before our actual first sit down and play session. And like I had some, I was doing a little flow charting sort of thing and the war makers and, and all of this and, and the, the gin were there. Um, so it's been really kind of just letting you guys uncover things as you move about and trying to do it in a very organic way. Um, so if things seem to be moving slowly, it's kind of you guys moving slowly. You know, we've we've had some hiccups in the in the game where, like, you know, Mark had to take off for a bit. Um, you know, I I think we lost a little something when we went from playing in person to playing virtually. Although, when I think about it, you know, we would not been able to, and we would not be able to, you know, have Gary in the game, have D in the game. Um, have Darian and Michelle in the game, you know, so it's the remote thing has kind of been a, you know, a boon and a bane um, in that way. But because I think when we were meeting in person and playing at the table, not saying that we didn't, you know, screw around and, and, and whatever, but I think it was easier for folks to focus and it was easier to kind of move through stuff when we were all sitting around the table and you know i would say okay time to roll initiative you know um but i you know like i said i'm i don't want to i i don't want to like put you guys on rails um there are times i have desperately contemplated it um but on the other hand i think because you've been allowed to kind of roam and you know, figure things out and whatever on your own pace and, and such that you've, I think the, 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 I was going to say the world, but it's more than a world at this point, you know, it's, you know, you're out in the plains that it's, I think there's a, there's almost a, there's more of a reality to it than if, you know, you were just being pushed to go from point to point to point to point. Mm -hmm. I would like to introduce you to the concept of we are a little dense express. I mean, a little bit. Um, and, and to be honest, I mean, the again, if we hadn't, if, if you guys hadn't had to go out to the plains to find Jason Kalen, I think it would have been it would have been a different game. You know, uh, I think I think because you guys are pretty solidly following the plot, you know, couple side, you know, but, but even I was going to say like little side things like to go to Stonecast, but going to Stonecast and and even getting to take a peek over at Willowwood let you guys still get more you know more of the world more of the plot more of what was going on it gave me opportunities to give more exposition um, to kind of fill in some things that maybe were you know weren't making sense or you know let you guys make the connection about things that weren't making sense mm-hmm yeah, we definitely filled in some blanks while we were in the astral plane. And we got to meet Dragoto, which is always a good thing. Yeah. Because there's no way I could bring Dragoto into, into the, you know, your world. Um, Dragoto should be in everything you do, Joe. 
He is. <laughs> he is. It's just he he just can't just you know. I, I can't just like throw him, force him in. Well, I mean, you know, we were sort of landlocked a little bit. He's your um, Bruce Campbell. <laughs> yes, yes, he is. De- <laughs> he's definitely my Bruce Campbell. He or or he's my Clint Howard. That's true, Clint Howard. <laughs> um, I mean, you 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 guys were you guys have been in. You know, you're in a port city and, and you were on the river. I mean, there were points, but Dragodo, I don't feel would make just putting Dragodo into Grimsby or wherever. Like, I just, he just, that's not, that wasn't him. No, I don't think he would have fit in the main storyline as much as, or as well as he fits into the astral plane. It just seems like that fits his flamboyant. Goblin self the best. No, absolutely. I mean, especially going back to that's where the last campaign actually met Dragoto was out in the Astral Sea. So, uh, but yeah, no, it's yeah. I, I I do get that you guys are. I do get sometimes you guys get a little dense, um, and you know we're all sitting down to play this after we've gotten done with a day of work and commuting and you know we usually are playing on a you know we play on a thursday so like we've also been through a week or most of the week so it you know but i think on the other hand y'all are having fun and you know you i mean even if you don't realize you're moving forward you you are moving forward you're learning more about you know, at times when you're on your plane, your world, and uh, since you've been out in the planes, you've been learning more about the cosmos around you. It's, you know, I don't feel like we've had any sessions that were um, complete wastes of time. Um, so. Uh, I don't know. I find this more as therapy. <laughs> it's the best group therapy you could be in. <laughs> Yeah, that it that it definitely is. It's and I think that's at the core a lot of what what D and D as a whole is 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 just you know time to explore and and be with your friends and and all of that. And games don't necessarily have to be action packed all the time uh, in order to be to be interesting and compelling. Well, I think this game has taught me more in real life than anything else because I come into contact with such interesting people that in my real life I probably wouldn't have the opportunity to come into contact with well, except for Darian because that's the fruit of my loins <laughs> but I wouldn't ever you know I would never have the opportunity to interact with like Mark or D and you know learn about them you know I just think it makes you a person. Yeah, no, I totally agree. There's there's been connection forged through game that would never have happened if we didn't have D and D to bring us together. You know, and it's interesting because like I've thought about that in the past. Like a lot of us have been in uh other 
groups, other situations, other hobbies and things like that, where, you know, you form connections because of that hobby, that activity, that whatever that you normally wouldn't form with certain people. Oh, yeah, trust me. <laughs> um, X-Wing is a prime example of that because, God, I love a particular player, but man, he's weird. We all know who he is. She's <laughs> not going to say his name. No, we will protect the protect the innocent. And having met that person, um, I love him like a brother. But I don't think if we didn't have the X-Wing, I would have ever got to know him further than hello there. Yeah. So yeah. once you say it, it opens your mind to be, you know, to people that really do benefit your life that you might not have in your life because you were just not introduced to them in that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think yeah. this entire group... We all came together from like the scattered winds, you know, and had had minor connections, you know, I mean, like, you know, Mark and I were friends before, but Mark and I were friends because of another group where we found connection. Yeah, from high school and (laughs) you and Joe from high school and Mark and Gary were friends. But they were friends through, I think, gaming, too. Yeah, yeah, I believe so. Through conventions and gaming and stuff. If if I remember correctly. And I'm sure they will correct me if uh if I'm wrong. Um I will yeah, say so- I think the best thing I've done in the last nine years was message Joe about, hey, can I come play D D with you? <laughs> Aw. <laughs> That's Oh, so, makes, so that makes my shriveled well, heart. I back to that moment, and I was like, "Man, I haven't talked to him in so long." But this sounds like fun. How do you play D <laughs> and And I hadn't great. played D in twenty years or longer, and I was like, "Man, I'm gonna message Joe." Ta-da. <laughs> so, talk to me about that, Greg. Talk to me about the the connections that Lilith. Because we talked about our personal connections as friends. Talk to me about the connections that Lilith has made with the group and, and how that has changed her. Well, you ask me an introspective question. Um, it's my job. That is true. Um, I don't know. I think, you know, she finds kind of a kindred spirit in Chase. And Jade is like her little sister. Mm-hmm. And she's warming up to D. <laughs> well, I mean, because we not so much D. D. We kind of forced ourselves on <laughs> because you know she was just minding her own business in the woods, and we ran up in there and saved her from the elves. <laughs> and then the next thing you know, we got an elf with us. Yeah, well, this party has a habit of just kind of absorbing people. Yeah, and she's kind of like, you know, warming up to Gary. I mean, Vel. What does Lilith think of Vel? She doesn't 100% trust him. Okay. I mean, he hasn't given her a reason. Uh, Because just the the circumstances we got him. She Uh just thinks, you know, 
We 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 met him as he was trying to spy on us. Uh huh. Because he rolled a, a great witch and call it. I just happened to roll better. Uh-huh. And you know, caught him trying to sneak up on us, and now he's part of the party. But he hasn't given her a reason to doubt his loyalties to the party. But there's always that. Why is you know? Why would he come with us? Right. We set up, you know. We we saved his king. I just would think uh, I'm playing it as a character, not as like me. Me. No, no, I, I got you. Yeah. You know, Lilith is still, and then you know, all they know is they were the last people on watch, and they woke up, and Chase and Kaylin were gone. Yeah, there hasn't That's been a true. definitive bonding moment, I think, yet for Lilith and Val. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. You know, we've the rest of us have had kind of moments of bonding and things that have uh, solidified us, whereas we haven't quite had that, I think, with Val. And he is kind of a stick in the mud. <laughs> he provides balance. We can't steal things. Why? Why? We brought a rogue. <laughs> yeah. He's like, uh, I'm this group's moral compass. This group doesn't need a moral compass. <laughs> you this want to be this group's moral compass. <laughs> it always points west, so when you turn it upside down, it's M for murder. <laughs> Lord. I had not heard that one before. I like that. <laughs> Just saying. Oh, goodness gracious. I know our group. <laughs> but somehow... Our groups in this game and the last game always seem to be like, you know, the paragons of the downtrodden. I, I feel like that's that's kind of a core precept of what adventurers do a lot of times. I think it's a core precept of like our personalities too. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, when given the choice, like we just like Openly just accepted that this is a goblin pirate on a pirate uh, ship. Excuse me. And we were he's like a goblin merchant. Okay. <laughs> yes. I'm sorry. Yes. I forget. He's a merchant. He's not a pirate. Yes. Yeah, he, he's a merchant. Like how another character from another series was a merchant who always smelled profit. <laughs> but I, I mean, I mean, did you does just compare to Dragoto to Quark? Trigo does have some good lobes. Just saying. Those, um, from Rebels. Oh. Oh, see, I, yeah, I completely went in a different direction with that. Yeah, I, I, once I said it, I realized there was several directions here. But no, it's, um, Hondo. Ah. Uh, I, I kind of think my Kayla spirit. Watch, yeah, Kayla uh-huh. has to watch more of, of Clone Wars and Rebels to fully yeah. get the Hondo. I'm a bit behind. Yeah, we'll my, my, I fell in love with him when he was like, Ezra needs me. I'll do anything for that boy. Mm. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's my character. Yeah. Yeah. Nope. Nope. You got it. That I still hope moment. they put him in the um, new series. I would love to see him in live action. But no, back to the. And we just, without hesitation, we're like, all right, we're a member of the crew now. Anybody who messes with our goblin merchant messes with us. I mean, to be fair, he did rescue you from Mimic Island. Yes, and but I'm saying, but instead of being like, you know, once we got to Aberroth, 
lucky we were like, you know what? We're going to get this. We're going to bring this guy in. We're going to split treasure with him. I'm just saying our, our group, you know, we, we have a very open-minded group. Okay, okay. I have a question for you, though. How much of it is also of, hey, he doesn't really seem to be uh, charging us for, 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 for bringing us here. Honestly, I never thought about that. <laughs> okay. I, I don't know why I thought he was doing it out of the kindness of his heart. But he, he, we also gave him treasure. You did, but I like we, you did. Um, but like when you guys were setting up the trip to go to the necropolis, uh, it's like he never gave you like a, oh, it's going to cost you as much. It was like, oh, we'll figure it out. That is true. Well, we were the, we were the ship's compliment. So, you know, someone attacked him. We saved him from the island of the dead that we took him to. That we took him to. That's, that's a key point there. And that we 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 completely protect you from the danger that we brought you to. That we brought you to. Yes. We completely protect everybody from the danger we bring them to. I I just love how you're like, oh, we're the champions of the downtrodden. Like you guys call yourselves the crown companions. You are like you have two heads, two two crowned heads of state who kind of are indebted to you, one of whom pays you a monthly stipend. Hey, royalty can be downtrodden, too. Well, yeah, but we still think by by definition, (laughs) royalty can't be downtrodden. (laughs) Unless you're like royalty in exile. Yeah, exactly. But look, we went to that one small community that was getting um, overrun by undead, and we left them our paladin. That's true. We did That's we true. did give up our paladin for a noble Although, cause. To be fair, he was slightly used. <laughs> well, he was a very abused paladin, yeah. but you little, know. little little damaged. <laughs> Had a whole lot of PTSD. Oh god. A lot of, a lot of questioning his faith. Just... <laughs> he's gonna be he's gonna come back someday, and he's gonna come back and be like clad in black leather with a scar on his eye and an eye patch. <laughs> oh, it's not leather. It's going to be it's going to be plate. Black <laughs> plate. Yeah, no. He's, <laughs> and his he's going to have broken, a mohawk. <laughs> and his heart broken by Lady Jessen. Aww. Leading an army of the undead. <laughs> this could have gone one of two ways, I guess. It's going this way. <laughs> comes back by her happen- orange. What, what, hap- what happened to choose life? <laughs> I chose for you to be the absence of it. Oh, fuck. Oh. Well, my friends. I, I, um, ask you, I, I do want to ask you a question. Okay. Because um, this episode did feature Jade having kind of a picnic sort of thing with. with Commander Bombast, huh? did that go anywhere, any way that you had thought about it going? I really didn't have any expectations as to what way it would go, necessarily. Um, I was just kind of knew we had to stick around for a little bit, and was Jade was bored and wanted to see Bombast, and that's really as far as my expectations went with that you know jade was just kind of i want to go see my friend and and whatever came of it came of it you know it was just it was just a 
I don't know. It was just like a filler role playing moment where I just wanted to go go play, you know, for a minute. We had, we had just been through this, you know, this just heavy, heavy like series of of info dumps and serious conversation and all of this stuff and and Jade. Okay, so I'm a scatter like Kayla's a scatterbrain. Jade has like her her little head, her fuzzy little brain doesn't have a whole lot of capacity for details and 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 all of that information. Um and she just needs she needed to break out of that. She needed to just go do something fun and see her friend and that was the limit of my expectations. Okay, I was just just wondering because it was I thought it was a very it was fun. It was kind of nice. I, I you know, I can definitely see like it was a nice departure from hurry up, rush, get information, get out of here, you know, go go do to the next thing to get to the next place. Um Exactly. Like a nice diversion that didn't end up with you all traveling off to yet another plane of existence or something. Yeah, that's that's exactly what it was. Is I just I needed I needed kind of that silly Jade roleplay break because things have been very heavy. Um and Jade doesn't do well with that. You know, Jade has been struggling with her own demons a little bit through all of this and been dealing with a lot of feelings and emotions that came through losing chase for a little while that she's processing and dealing with and and expectations of hers uh when it comes to, when it came to chase and chase you know coming back to the group that did not go exactly as she thought they would um or as she maybe wanted them to and and she just needed to to take a break and get away and and do something silly and fun and that's really really all that was and i as a role player that and and especially with playing jade um that's just something she needs to do from time to time yeah and it was just fun it was just aren't the gifts going to be a playable race now yeah they will uh and the spelljammer book they are going to be a playable race yeah, i'm super excited. oh so many so many races i want to play i know right there's the turtle people, the owl people, now the hippo people. <laughs> I like the bunnies. The bunnies oh, are super cool. You could be bunny people too? You could be bunny people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those I could are... literally be Yoshaki Yojimbo. Yeah. <laughs> um, those were in the Witchlight book, I believe. Oh, man. Yeah, I, I think that book is the one that had the owl people in nope. it too, wasn't it? Uh, no, the owlin are in the Strixhaven book, as I recall. Uh, I, I saw you could buy them just as a playable character for D and D Beyond, and was like, "I'm going to buy them. Going to buy the turtle people." Yeah, there's there's definitely a few races I want to explore along the anthropomorphic animal line of things. What do we all think about D and D acquiring D and D Beyond about Wizards of the Coast? Uh, making that acquisition um optimistic but horribly thinking it's gonna go badly yeah i i, I don't know i liked it and then i just think uh, 
Big companies seldom make things better. This is true, but, although Wizards of the Coast lately has been paying attention to the fans. That is true. That's why I'm optimistic. What do you think, Joe? I'm optimistic because they, from what I've been reading, is they bought it and they bought it with everybody. Like, they basically are, you know, hired the entire dev team and, you know, so it's not like they acquired it but are putting their people in because they don't have, uh, you know, developers like that. Um, and, and the other side is, while Hasbro is big, Wizards of the Coast and especially the D&D team is still relatively small. That's true. Uh, so I, I kind of like that. I mean, they have been getting, well, it feels like they're getting a little bigger, but I think they are just wa- casting wider their nets of freelancers and, and designers, part-time designers or contract designers uh, to produce items. So I, I'm optimistic. I would like, I mean, I, I know what I would like to see, which would be if I buy you know, now that it is the same company, if I buy a Wizards of the Coast hardcover book from my yes, friendly local get, game store, copy. that there would be a D&D Beyond code or yeah, something, absolutely. you know, that you can enter the code and get the access to it. Yeah, absolutely. I think that would be like order number one. Yeah, but I don't think that's going to happen because that takes away 50% of their profit. I don't know. I, I think I would be more compelled to buy the book if I also got the digital copy. Yeah, but if you're going to play with the digital copy, you'll buy the book and the digital copy. So they. I don't know. Like, logic for me is I'm going to buy. I'm going to be more. I don't know. How do I put this? If I buy the digital copy, I'm probably not going to buy the hardcover. Oh, yeah. Well, that's most. If people. I. If I get the hardcover, if I can get the digital copy with the hardcover, I'll buy the hardcover. You know what I mean? And I think that's better for them because that gets people into gaming stores. Yeah, but you know what also is better for them? Not having to print books and ship books and the logistics of distributing books when you can just send a file over the internet. This is true too, and and there's a, there's a lot to be said for getting away from physical copies, but I don't think we're quite there yet. No, I don't. Oh, no, I, I, do. I, I love physical copies of a book, uh, and with what they announced during the D and D Connect, you know, they are still very. It seems like they're still very much, you know, um, into the Dead Tree version of things. Yeah. See, I could see them maybe doing, if you buy the hardcover, giving you, like, a cheap version of the digital. Like, for five or, you know, like, three, four, five dollars, you could download the digital copy of the book. An interesting thought. Because my thing is, um, and I, I realize it's the same information, but... If I buy a player's handbook and it's $29 for the hard copy of the player's handbook, and then it's $29 for the digital, where you really have no outlay of funds, I don't think they should charge us the full price for a digital copy. I realize that's not capitalism, but, you know. Right. Yeah, no, the same price for both seems 
excessive. Yeah, well, but I mean, like, if you order, say, coming out uh, next week, uh, Morden Kane presents Monsters of the Multiverse. If you're going to get the hard copy at your friendly local game store, it's going to run you forty nine ninety five. If you're going to order the, you know, the the version for D and D Beyond, it's twenty nine ninety nine. Oh, okay. Okay. I'd still get it at the game store. <laughs> well, it'll be interesting to see where things go. I had a, um, I had a discussion with the um my X wing group was like you know oh. I'm going to get this from here. I'm like, well, I'm still going to get it here. And they're like, yeah, but it's $10 cheaper there. And I'm like, yeah, but I play here every Friday. Yeah, And that's exactly it. If you're, you know, if you buy it, you know, you're buying at the store, you're making sure that that store continues to be open. And that's important. Oh, yeah. Well, Sports small businesses support your friendly local gaming store. Guys, well, I think we have have uh... beat this dead horse. Yeah, I was I was looking for a gentler metaphor and I couldn't find one. So, yeah. Uh, but thank you both for joining me. This was a delightful conversation. Um, <laughs> everybody, uh, please continue to stay tuned as we enter this next chapter so to speak uh i guess in in not safe for wizards and getting back on track and uh hopefully kicking some ultra illithid ass um well we gonna get them (laughs) (laughs) i hope so Uh, (laughs) (laughs) well y'all have a great night and we will catch you next time Hey, thanks for listening to Out of Character. If you liked what you heard, please leave us a review and rating on Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts or whatever podcatcher you listen to. And if you'd like to be part of the show and ask a question, uh, you can do so on Twitter uh, using the hashtag NSFWOOC. Thanks for listening. We'll be back later.